So whenever you're ready. I'm ready. All right. Can you guys hear this junior game, or can I leave the volume on? Uh, I can't hear it, it really. I lowered it a little bit. All right, cool. Welcome, 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 and uh, happy new year. Uh, This is the Heinemann Brothers Hockey Show, where uh, my brothers and I are going to tell you what we think about hockey. Um, I turned to World Juniors Tournament. Um, It's 2021 now, and we're about a week away from the NHL season. So we've got training camps coming in today. We did uh, uh, predictions going to come out of division. So we got Canada done with. Uh, today we'll give you the rest of the divisions, um, our America predictions. But uh, first things first, what's what's up, guys? Lou, how, how's it going? Oh, it's going a little bit, Getting starting to get things kind of in order, getting ready to pack the apartment up, throw it in the storage. Um, it's kind of what I was doing today, running around after work, uh, dropping some stuff off at dry cleaners and uh, going from there. So just getting getting things ready. Yep, gotta get tight and right. Oh yeah. How about you, Ty? Uh, not not much. Just uh, not getting my hair height tightened. Whatever you said. Um, but uh, <laughs> here watching the Canada Finland game. Canada Russia. Sorry. Uh, Canada's up two zip already. So uh, it's been been two quick ones. But uh, looking forward to the USA game later versus Finland. Thank God they're not making us watch it at 10.30. It's only at 9.30. Back in uh, Edmonton Central time there. So, uh, but it's good. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about the divisions and uh, see what we got for, you know, how many how many points will the Flyers win the division by, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, get the, we'll do that one last so that uh, we can really get into it. Um, but uh, what do we want to do? Do you want to talk about World Juniors since it's on? Sure. I mean, uh, I mean, semifinals. So, like I said, you got USA Finland tonight, and then Canada Russia. So, couldn't really ask for for better games. The quarterfinals were were pretty solid. Um, Sweden, I think, gave up a goal in like last minute to Finland yeah. to lose in three two barn burner. That's a classic, just Scandinavian battle. They always always battle each other pretty well. Uh, you know, Canada and US rolled. But Russia didn't look that good versus Germany, so I didn't really expect a ton out of them today um you know maybe a little more than a goal in the first 50 seconds but uh fucking canada's defensemen are so nasty so any takes by you guys i know it was a great quarterfinals i thought um they they were at least close games it wasn't we weren't getting these 14 to twos uh so that was nice to see that check goalie where the heck is he uh like going or is he do we know if he's drafted at all the slow back goal you mean oh could be yeah the guy he kind of stood on his head against the u.s in the quarterfinal i mean he made like 70 saves or something i'm not sure where he's drafted yet some of those kids can be kind of young from those countries uh, True. uh but yeah no there's been some you know i like that about those countries because you know even though they're not winning at least these kids get a like a spotlight on them yeah, I thought I thought it still was kind of dominated. Uh, excuse me, this tournament was kind of dominated by the you know the Finland, Canada, U.S., Russia, uh, Sweden. Obviously, started really strong, and uh, 
they they kind of fell off the wagon. Did they lose three in a row to get booted? Yeah, technically. They, their streak ended from 2006. They lost their first prelim game in an OT thriller against Russia, and then U.S. beat them 4 nothing. And then, yeah, they lost in the quarters to, to Finland. So they were leading that group, and then they kind of, you know. But it's just the way the juniors go sometimes. See, yeah, the, the disparity, I think, is uh, kind of from COVID because, like, you know, Germany played 2 nothing against Russia once they got half their team back. Um, but obviously they had the 16-2 to two result against Canada, which doesn't really look good. But, I mean, there's nothing really they could do. They're doing the relegation thing, so it's just, uh, you know. Right, and Germany's not going to get relegated. So they'll they'll be back uh, next year. Uh, but on the, I mean on the flip side of Sweden, kind of falling apart uh, after the U.S. lost to Russia, I thought they looked really good. In fact, they broke the record for shutout streak uh, between, uh, and they did end up going back to Spencer Knight in that um, against the Czechs and the and the Swedes and the Swedes. And scored the late, so almost three games worth of shutout. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah, I haven't been that like impressed by him, but you're right. I mean, he's been pretty solid after he was obviously kind of kind of crappy and in, in, against Russia on Christmas night, um, shaky and had that turnover for an empty net goal. But uh, yeah, it's good to see. I mean, he'll definitely get tested against Finland. Lou, you've been for watching sure. any of the games? You've been too busy uh, getting uh, haircuts. Yeah, not not as much, uh, not as much as I would have liked, uh, but I've been uh, able to like watch highlights from the games and stuff like that. Uh, it'll be big tonight because uh, I think the last time the U.S. played Sweden was that one nothing. Was that a semifinal game last year? Finland knocked him out last year. Yeah, one nothing, right? Maybe. Yeah, I couldn't probably couldn't tell you the score, but uh, fucking three nothing. Power play. Uh, Canada's first goal was uh, Newhook, nasty defenseman. He uh, just, like, kind of buzzed down and, and roofed it, but honestly didn't think it went in. No one thought it went in, so they kept playing. Uh, but it was funny because I wrote in the group chat, ping, here it comes, like, McLaughlin, just because, like, they, Canada came out flying, and this kid was like, you know, he got a shot, and then the rebound was the eventual goal because they stopped the play, like, 45 seconds later. And gave him the goal, but uh, that was just hysterical because if, if Richard said, ping, here it comes, and then they had review, and, like, it turned out to be a goal, he'd be like, I told you! I told you! It <laughs> <laughs> uh, made, made me laugh. <laughs> well, this game's yeah. a route. <sighs> it's going to be tough to beat Canada, even if the U.S. can get by Finn. Uh, how, did the, how did the Finland-Canada game go? I didn't catch that one. Uh, I think it was like five two or something. It wasn't wasn't that close. I think Canada or Finland had like a nice goal, but um, I can double check that. But I think it wasn't. It was by a few goals. Yeah, four one. All right. Yeah. So uh, hopefully the U.S. gets by Finland, so we we get that classic matchup. But uh, I gotta say, this is probably Canada's tournament. Who's there ever? Say never ever. His name's his name's Levi, I think. I'm not sure what team he's going to. Canada goalies rarely get spotlighted because there's a team in front of them. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Manny Legacy is is one of the most famous uh, World Junior Canada hockey goalies, <laughs> or had had one of the best uh, performances, I should say. 
But isn't, let's get on. The, isn't one of the American kids coming up on uh, like second for points in the tournament? Yeah, Trevor Zegers. He is dirty. Yeah, Anaheim prospect. Um, um, can you guys name who has the most points in the World Juniors? American? I think it's Kaner, isn't it? Unless someone broke it recently. Uh, it's not Kane. I think it's, I think it's Kessel. Hmm. But I was thinking of all time. Oh, like total? Yeah. Hmm. Man, I'll throw out, I'll throw out Lemieux? No. Um, there's a, a hint. Uh, the highest scoring Canadian was a flyer, and the highest scoring guy all time was a flyer as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's not a Canadian? The all time guy? No, it's not. Mm. And, uh, no, Lindros was Canadian. Ding. <laughs> well, that's, uh, the, that's the Canadian one. Uh, okay, the Canadian leader, but who's the all time yeah. then? Who's uh, not a Canadian? Is John LeClaire American? No, he's con- uh, yes, he is, but he's not he's not up there. Ooh, all right. He wasn't. I don't know if you'd think of him as a flyer. That's for sure. Hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Do uh, you want me to just tell you so we can get to the divisions? <laughs> uh, Peter Forsberg. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the speed. He played for the Flyers. Yeah. Yeah. Late wasn't very long. Um, you want to bang through some news real quick uh, before we do that? Surely. Lots of little signings. Uh, Jared Spurgeon is going to be the captain of the Minnesota Wild this year. Um, uh, I think also Ryan O'Reilly got named, which apparently Vladimir Tarasenko was not too happy about. But uh, two good choices all the same. Uh, we got some signings. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois signed a two-year, $10 million contract with the Blues. Uh, a little bit of a – I think that's that's pretty great for Dubois, a little tough for the Blue Jackets because he gets to go make $5 million for the next two years and then probably make it even bigger contract. Well, did you, see the, did you see the shit that was going on with him? No. He is just asking for a trade. Oh, and uh, he's just a good guy. I think he is like a good teammate. Just trying not to be a distraction. And is like, I, I, I want to trade, but I'm going to go out there and bust my ass and, and fight for my teammates. And I think the only way it's a distraction is if I don't do that. So he's going about it the right way. But still weird because, you know, he just signed. And then. Well, he was a restricted free agent. So he signed with the Blue Jackets, right? Not the Correct. Blue. Correct. Blue Jackets. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, John Marino, uh, Pittsburgh signed him six years, uh, 26.4. So that's a AAV of about 4.4. Uh, I love this deal because the back end looks real good if, if he lives up to, uh, his potential. It's a little, little bit heavy maybe now, but I think the minutes he's going to pull this year, um, uh, he's going to really earn that. He led the team in uh, time on ice last year, right? Or at least D. Uh, or or Latang probably did. Uh, maybe after was, him. But he was t- he was number two. Yeah, I think he he might have had the best uh, plus minus amongst defensemen. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much the going rate for the two three defensemen these days. So yeah, that's pretty solid. 
and he's young and to wrap him up for six years is really pretty much uh, it's probably the the end the end of the Crosby Malkin era probably uh so you kind of wrap up uh, and then they got a bet on today's game uh, Crosby and Malkin yeah I'm sure they do (laughs) (laughs) um uh, Siege your Islanders were busy. <laughs> uh, they finally did actually sign Corey Schneider. Uh, financial terms were not disclosed. I imagine it's two way and it's not a lot of money. Um, I <laughs> uh, can't imagine he's going to spend too much time with the actual Islanders. Uh, they also picked up uh, old man defenseman Andy Green or re-signed Andy Green because he was there last year, right? Am I am I not on? Oh. Now you are. Oh. You just, I feel like you've been standing far away from your mic. Well, uh, I wondered from my yeah, standing far away from my mic, sitting in the car. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to know who the Pittsburgh gave up for John Marino because they got him from Edmonton. It was a draft pick, I think. All right. Well, either way, uh, yeah, yeah, we went and got Corey Snyder. Um, one of our goalies, Gibson, I think. We ended up uh, losing to Tampa Bay or Florida, one of the Florida teams. So that's that like third goalie spot. It, mm. I, I mean, I don't think Corey Schneider has it anymore, and he obviously has a relationship with uh, Lou Lamorello, who brought him to New Jersey from Vancouver originally. Um, for Bo Horvat, is that was that correct? That's a yeah. Tough. I think Bo Horvat was the eventual pick. Uh, yeah. Oh. Was <laughs> Picked Bo Horvat with. All right, either way. Uh, but um, we need some competition for training camp. We got the two Russians, uh, the one of them who's super young. He's been playing, oh, I don't remember the name of the team in the KHL for the past like four years, but uh, he's been like a 40 game guy there. I don't, know, I don't know if they play 82 games. I think they play less, but um, uh, he's one of the better goalies in the KHL. So Having him under Varlamov, I would much prefer than seeing Schneider. But, um, I mean, you, you still you, got Grice, too. No, no, Grice is no? in Detroit. Yeah, Grice is in Detroit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, yeah, Andy Green. Um, Boychuk retires. So, and Andy Green is, you know, towards the end of his career, he was a captain of the Devils. Um, but, uh, you know, he plays a defensive game, which is yeah. kind of very the style in the Islanders. So, I mean, he fits in uh, on, and you'll have Pelik and Pulik up top. And uh, you might see you might see a young defenseman in there. We'll see how training camp goes. But uh, yeah. it's good to have a soft bet back there. Yeah, certainly a good a good guy to have in the in the room with a, with an emerging young D line. Um, and then also uh, Matt Martin re-upped as well. Um, for a uh, it doesn't yeah no financial terms or whatever. And uh, Sazikas is supposed to be healthy. So uh, the uh, Martin Sazikas Clutterbuck fourth line will be rolling with the rest of them. Um, um, I like the Islanders this year. We'll get here, but yeah, and then uh, Barzell still unsigned, but I know he did. Um, he'll miss the start of camp because he's not under contract yet. But he uh, he did. Um, 
he like show up, showed up, had his physical, got kind of got checked in, uh, and is basically ready to go as soon as the contract happens, which makes me think they're close. I don't know. Have you heard anything more on that, Siege? Yeah, Lou Lamorello said in a statement that, uh, you know, he, he didn't say it was happening, but he basically said, like, he's here um, and was confident that he wasn't going to miss all the training. So um, I believe they've got it. Why is no one offer sheeted him with the book? Because <laughs> nobody's no got has, money this year. No, we, we, we just got saved. We got so saved this year yeah. by coronavirus. Bullshit. Um, last couple before we head into the divisions. Uh, Broussard uh, signed a one-year contract with the Coyotes. Uh, so a little bit more Islanders there. Uh, Dylan Strom uh, signed a two-year, $6 million contract with the Blackhawks. Um, I think good deal for him. He had a, he had a good year, and uh, he can – if he keeps it up in two years, can probably make a pretty good, pretty good chunk of change. As a probably a second center on most NHL teams. Um, and then was Chara before our last recording or after? No, that happened after. So Big Zidano Chara jo- joins the Capitals for I think what is um, vet minimum at seven hundred ninety-five thousand contract. That surprised me. I don't know. Yeah baffling i texted i texted the group uh nobody really responded but i don't know how he gets in the lineup like there's six solid defensemen and uh the the bottom two of washington six uh siegenthaler and jansen um and i think siegenthaler is like one of their young guys who i mean i i just i don't know where you put him i mean otherwise it's what carlson um, off. Uh, well, CJ wants to name the defenseman of every team. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, CJ, yeah, he's, I think, a, he's the same as Andy Green. Like, he's not going to play every night, especially with all the back-to-backs. You're going to have to have those taxi squads, and there's going to be a lot of lineup changes. So I think having, you know, some sort of back-end depth isn't a, isn't a bad thing for cheap. I think, I think Andy Green is going to play a lot more games than Charlie. Probably. No, well, I mean, regardless, I'm just, I'm just shocked that he left, left Boston, and Boston couldn't keep him for seven ninety five, for under a million bucks for one year. Yeah, Boston fans aren't really, aren't really happy. Yeah, right like, now. yeah, losing Tori Krug and Chara off that blue line. And the Patriots. I mean, we're going to get to see Bergeron finally wear the C. I would imagine. Oh, uh, for sure. Can't, can't imagine they're going to give it to anyone else. Um, yeah, they signed yeah. Craig Smith. That was pretty much all they did. Uh, but that—that's uh—that's the uh, that's the bit of news I had. So we can dive into you these know, divisions. You know, what we never went over uh, that I want, wanted to hear what you guys thought was the uh, the new offsides rule. It's now uh, now a plane that you have to break or, or not break, uh, if I can say that with your so point. I brought it up briefly when it first happened, but because um, I think you guys both had the same opinion on it that you guys didn't like this, and I, I as a as a non hockey player, thought it made a lot of sense. But I just fucking I hate just, the reviews. I just wish it would be 
like either were more black and white. I think this makes it even harder, but I don't. It makes it way harder on the refs because you're you're not always the the linesman's not always going to be right on that blue line, and not to mention, it, like if there's players in between the can't. I'm just saying the cameras on the blue line better be really good, and the fact that we're going to have to use those cameras more means more reviews. Um. I just don't know why it had to be changed in the first place. Like it, it was perfectly fine. Yeah, the only way I would have wanted to change if it was some type of like goal line fucking technology. I mean, it's, I just think it's because I think a guy is still on site. Like his whole body could be, you know, on the neutral zone neutral zone side of uh, with just his skate blade in the zone, and because he picks up his right foot, like he's now offsides. Like I think that's, but that's what the I learned. Yeah, you get taught. Yeah, you get yeah. taught to drag that foot. Yeah, and and I think this is the difference between people. You know, you guys grew up playing and played your whole lives, whereas I've been just a fan. So I think as a casual fan, uh, this makes more sense. But you know, right. well, here's here's the safety side argument. Now you're gonna have people's foot all the way like parallel out in the air. And uh, you got skate blades up in the air. I don't know if that's a legitimate argument, but whatever. <laughs> it's a stretch. It's a stretch. I think while you might see right. more, the reviews are going to be quicker, though, because they're not going to have to look and see if if that skate is a quarter inch off the ice. It's going to be, is it over the blue line? That's it. Yeah, but you know how hard that is? Like, you look at, uh, even in football, with, like, the ball breaking the plane, um, sometimes it's... It's really hard to see. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Lou, maybe Lou might be convincing me. We'll see what happens, though. Um. Okay, so what do you guys? What you want to say? We want to save the East for last. Um. Start over the West Coast. Yep. All right. Get my notebook. Uh, write these down. I think. I think the three. The top three are probably all going to be the same from us, would be my guess. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, I'm taking Colorado, St. Louis, and Vegas. And then my fourth team. Wait, should we mention who's in this division? Oh, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't even know if we did that with Canadian. We just said Canada, so we just – it's all the Canadian well, that's, teams. That's fair, Canadian. I guess. So <laughs> we have uh, Anaheim, Arizona. Colorado, Los Angeles, Minnesota, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. So, I think that's easy. I think this one's yeah. really. So I'm going Colorado, St. Louis, Vegas, and God, I don't know what the fourth team is going to be. Um, uh, Minnesota. <laughs> is that a question or? Yeah, yep. yes, um, it is. I'm gonna say Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis, Minnesota. Easy. Uh, California sucks. Yeah. Um, like some of their lineups are are pretty brutal uh, up top, uh, and some of them are. I mean, like Anaheim and L.A. and even Arizona are really like rebuilding. I don't know what San Jose is doing. Um, I mean, that first line still like Couture, Kane, and Hurdle, maybe. But after that, it gets a little scarce. And um, 
and uh, I'm down on Carlson too. So uh, Brent Burns will have to do everything back there. Uh, also, I don't know if uh, what are what are their goalies now? Kemper and Jones. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, Kemper has, Duke, been, has been able to stay healthy, but uh, yeah, I think it's between it's between Minnesota and Arizona for me. Um, you know, just two kind of fucking run of the mill dud teams. It's going to come down to probably when they play each other. Um, that's kind of going to be a huge stick and the whole year, you know, is, is how these teams that are going to end up by battling at the end of the year, how did those games go in January and stuff? Uh, so I guess just to, to diff, to differ from you guys, I'll take Arizona. Hmm. All right. Uh, moving on to the central, we have, uh, Carolina, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, and Tampa. I, this see this one to me is a little bit easier in my mind. I think it's Tampa, Dallas, Columbus, and Carolina. Say it again. Uh, Tampa, Dallas, uh, Columbus, and Carolina. That's that's probably right. Um, I mean, I'm definitely Florida could would be the kind of wild card. I think. I don't think you can leave Nashville out of the conversation either. Uh, I don't know if they're the same team. The cup run years. Um, they just, they always, they always seem to get hyped up too. And uh, we'll see how, how UC Soros does yeah. this year. But, um, but yeah, definitely the, the two previous cup teams in Dallas and, and, uh, uh, Tampa Bay. It, it's it'll be interesting this year because you got a lot of teams that don't play each other that often, playing each other all the time. Uh, especially the Tampa Dallas. Yeah, it's uh, really stuff. interesting. Um, That's gonna be awesome. It's, it's gonna be very cool uh, to eight have Stan- that. eight Stanley Cup rematches. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, obviously not Detroit. Not Chicago, so we can eliminate those two. Um, so, what does that leave you with? Columbus, Carolina, and Nashville, Florida. and Florida. I don't know, man. Chicago, Chicago was on the bubble Florida's last year. Yeah, but I, I don't think they're as good. No, and no Taves this year. No goaltending. Um, uh, Kirby Doc's done. True. True. It's like all. It's like all Patrick Kane. Um, but I don't like Florida because I think they're all offense. And that's kind of what's done them in the past few years. So especially when you got a team like Columbus, who I'll use this argument later for the Islanders, who are going to be able to play a systemed game. And, and maybe I'm thinking that has a leg up in a, in a year like this, where you're going to have a coach that's going to be able to dial you in against certain teams. I got those two um, goalies too. Yeah, uh, so I like Columbus and and Carolina, just like Lou. All righty, I definitely agree with Tampa and Dallas, and I definitely agree with Carolina as well. I think they're just continuing to get stronger and stronger and build that team up. The goaltending can hold up for them; they can make a run. Um, I don't know. This division is kind of shitty. 
Um, I don't know. It might, it might be better than the than the West, but uh, you guys made a lot of good points. Florida, I like want to pick them, but I always talk shit about them and how they never, you know, make additions that they need to. Uh, I do think Bob is going to have a bounce back year, though. He can't fucking do that again. Uh, no Hoffman either. No Hoffman, but they added, you know, another forward. I'm sure they added at least one. Um, yeah, Weinberg, player. Um, Columbus, interesting team. I mean, I just mentioned the shit going on with Dubois. It's interesting because he's, you know, one of the leaders on your team. So you got to think about what's going on there. Um, but, yeah, obviously Detroit's not making a run. Nashville's the interesting team for me. You know, they're like kind of at crossroads at what they want to do. Their window's kind of over, but they got this Norris Trophy defenseman. Uh, you know, you guys mentioned Soros. Is he the, he's, is he the number one guy? I think they want him to be. Um, so can he, you know, finally not just be the one B to Rene? Can he finally be the guy? We'll see. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to take Nashville. All right. Yeah, I mean, I will say about Nashville, like last year was one of the first years in a while where they had poor goaltending. So uh, those are two goalies they got back there. Uh, I think maybe you see Rene take a little bit of backseat to Soros this year. Um, all right. On to the, the division that I think will be the most wildly different uh, for all of us. Um, well, maybe just mine will be because I might be the only one taking the Penguins. <laughs> Is this the year that the Pittsburgh Penguins miss the play? (laughs) Nope. Uh, Well, we'll go ahead and start, Lou. All right, so we got uh, Boston, Buffalo, who, poor Buffalo. I want to pick them so bad in this, but I don't think I can. Uh, New Jersey, uh, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, Philadelphia Flyers, Pittsburgh Penguins, and Washington Capitals. Uh, I bet, yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Who do I want who do I want to? It's really who do I want to anger more? Uh, I guess I'm going Boston Caps, Penguins, Islanders. Mm. Wow. There's no way the Flyers missed the playoffs, but I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was between the Flyers. Oh, maybe I should leave Boston out because all the turmoil and they lost all their players. Nope, no, try Marshawn to start. Ooh. Maybe I swap out Philly for Boston. I thought I saw that Scott was skating. He's skating. I don't think he's going to be due. I don't think he's going to be planned on being back for the regular season. Um, All right. That's crazy town. Um, Because I think this is the year that um, we don't see Pittsburgh in the playoffs. I mean, this, this division's really good. And I think you already saw last year, uh, like, I feel like Crosby was just driving that team. And then when he got hurt, it was Malkin again, but how many more years can they do that? Um, and I think the two teams that lasted the longest, uh, from the old Met, um, the Flyers and the Islanders look really strong again. Um, so they're in for me, no problem. Love to see in the playoffs again there, T. Um, then, Likewise. Yes. Then uh, after that, you got kind of your, yeah, it's kind of like uh, Boston, Washington, 
Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know. I don't think the Rangers have it yet. Um, they're going to be even better than last year, which is going to make it tough on teams. Um, who knows? The Sabres power play might be devastating. Did Olofsson get hurt? I thought I saw that Olofsson got hurt. Uh, uh, not that either, I'm aware of. Either way, you're going to have Eichel and Hall on that type top line. But, you know, I don't think Buffalo stands a chance. And um, I can't name, like, one defenseman on New Jersey, unlike all the other teams that I've been trying to do. So, uh, they're out. Subban, bro. Will Bo- oh, will, will, yeah, William Butcher. Forgot about PK. Um, I think Boston is not going to be as good. Um, I think they got worse. But I also am picking them. I'm picking them in Washington. Uh, I, I think that's the four. Uh, Islanders, Flyers, Washington, and Boston. Um, yeah. See, I'm kind of more of you have, you know, Philly and the Islanders as the top teams, and then the other three to pick. I kind of have Philly and Boston as the top teams, and then, you know, Islanders in the same boat as Washington and Pittsburgh. Um, obviously, that's just our biases going on. Um, and then another bias, the Boston bias for me is um, I think it's silly to to think a team is who's been so as good as the Bruins have um, with all the players that they have still and just the organization that they're going to fall off a lot. So um, they're definitely in for me. Um, I think the Caps are, are in, just their veteran leadership. Carlson on the back is has been incredible. So if he can, you know, put anywhere near what he did last year, they'll be in good shape. Uh, it's tough. It's going to come down to like matchups, you know, like can the Rangers fucking beat the Islanders six out of eight times for the Penguins to sneak in or can the Flyers, you know, smoke the Penguins or like is Buffalo going to cause terror to someone? It's all going to be awesome. Um, but I, again, don't want to have the same picks as you guys. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll anger CJ. So I'll take Pittsburgh. Nah, fuck so you- that. Take, nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, no, Pittsburgh. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not picking them. They're not like looking up as the other teams are. So, I tried to try to be nice to you, Lou, but I, I can't. That's right. I've earned it over these years. Um, Hard to right. put out the, uh, the Eastern Conference Final Islands. Right. All right. Uh, so there we have it. We've got our our picks uh, for at least the teams that are come out of each division. Um, yeah, we'll do our, uh, we'll do our Stanley cup picks next week. All right. That might be a, might be a very remote call for me. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe you can always mail it. In. Well, yeah, write it, write it down. Yep. <laughs> Put it in a box somewhere. We'll probably we dig up <laughs> July. What are you saying? He said you're going to lose the I'm, notebook anyway. Well, I'm just saying there's a possibility. I'll take the notebook anywhere. I'm not going to lose it. <laughs> House could burn down, though. <laughs> All right. I got a fireplace. All righty. Go USA. Oh, we got pop, some yeah, pop stars. We, yeah, pop stars. Yeah, what else we got? Let's do pop stars. Uh, I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, uh, John Moreno, uh, who gets just a, kind of a, a 
what looked as a lowly trade over to the Penguins and has a breakout season and and goes and gets paid. He's going to make, uh, you know, twenty I think twenty four point six million dollars over the next six years, and then um, and then I I would hope just kind of take over the number one role from Chris Letang. So, cool. John Rayner. Um, yeah, very big shoes. Uh, but yeah, get the fuck with Tang out of there. Um, <laughs> so I was wrong on Kessel. Very wrong. Um, ah. Jordan Schroeder. I've never heard of this fucking guy. <laughs> but he played 08, 09, 2010 and had 27 points. Um, but JR only played two years and had 25 points. JVR is up there. Mike Madonna, Brian Rolston. Good guys, good guys. Um, uh, and going along that theme, I'm taking I'm taking Trevor Z. Fucking kid can pass the puck like no other. Um, he's doing that sick spinorama dish that Kane has done before. Um, just throws defensemen off, put their minds in a pretzel, and then he can snipe too. He, uh, last year he had like most assists of all time, I think, and this year is really really showing off that he can snipe too. So uh, you know. Anaheim's got a good one with Trevor Zegras. Well, hopefully they can uh, – actually, not hopefully. I'm not really a big Ducks guy, but uh, <laughs> they'll be able to find some pieces to put around him. Um, they got they got this kid Drysdale, too, defenseman on Canada. And I think he just scored. No. Nope. <laughs> wasn't him, uh, but it was a different defenseman for now. <laughs> but he's a, he was a number one pick. Um, so they got, some, they got some good guys coming in the, coming in the pipeline. We also got John Gibson back there, who is still one of the best goalies in the league. But not uh, last year. He was actually kind of. Yeah, I think he's gonna he, have his a, goal uh, against wasn't very good, but a save percentage was ridiculous. I'm hoping he has a bounce back year. Um. All right. Uh, my pop star goes to and uh, remember this name for like uh, you know 2040 Olympics. Uh, Emery Heineman, absolute monster in the pool <laughs> we uh had our first uh, swim lessons uh last sunday um first of all time and uh she's turned six months tomorrow better than the 11 month old baby in the pool better than everybody in the pool she might be better than me in the pool <laughs> i mean this chick's doing like backstroke with the kicks basically <laughs> You know, she can't even fall yet, but she can swim. Uh, she floats on her own. We were doing uh, little, uh, they call them Humpty Jumpties. So you kind of sit them on the edge of the pool and just, like, let them fall forward in. And uh, first time, she went under, popped back up. Second time, didn't even go under. Knew, knew exactly how to keep her head up. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's got the length to be a swimmer. I've always said that. She enjoyed bath time. Uh, already got the splashing and kicking down. So uh, I was optimistic, but absolutely blown away. Uh, easy pop star of the week. Do you say she is the length? Yeah. <laughs> She's wiry at a young age. Yes, yes. Wiry. That's, that's wiry. awesome. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Got a little Ehrlich in her. Uh, I was going to nope. say it. Oh, it's on me. <laughs> she may be the first to ever be able to compete with the Ehrlichs. <laughs> Well, in swimming, in swimming, I beat Fred in tennis. That should be noted. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm quite the seventy year old. <laughs> I was gonna say only took till he was in his seventies, and you were in your like what eighteen? No, I beat him last year for the first time. There you go. Well, two years ago, I guess now. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, who knows? If we played singles, it might be a different story. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I'm not gonna say I would beat him, but uh, doubles. Me and Steven got it done. All right. Uh, unless you boys have anything else, we'll get out of here. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, we talked about offsides, right? That's the only thing yep. that I planted in my brain. That we did. What time well, is like the uh, What time is the uh, the first game? It's Penguins uh, Flyers. Is the first game of the season? Uh, Five thirty, I think. On, uh, I think it's went next Wednesday. That actually might help me. I'll be in Key West. I'm going to be jacked I'm, up for I'm that. Going to be, I'm going to be in a, most likely in a different time zone. So Hopefully have NBC Sports Network on Key West Island. <laughs> um, so 5.30 East Coast time is uh, six hours early. pretty sure uh, we get 156 days of hockey. Straight, Straight. right? No yeah. days off? Yeah. And, so. uh, oh, we didn't talk about uh, Lake Tahoe. Is that this year that they're going to do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be in February. I think the 20th and the 21st, uh, who, who's the Avs Blues and then uh, Flyers Bruins? Yeah, Avs, Knight, Avs Knights. I don't know. It's definitely Avs. Is that just all the all the outdoor games they're just doing out on Lake Tahoe? Yeah, I mean, there's no Winter Classic this year because there's no fans, so they're, just, they're doing like kind of a winter or winter fucking Mystery Alaska concept, I guess. Um, so they're going to they're gonna build a rink on a pond. Like on the yeah. on the lake, yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's gonna be the rink's gonna be moving. <laughs> like no, I'm just saying like, like that ice is someone, so different. Someone takes it. Like big I mean, hit. I imagine I imagine the they'll be out there like treating it like real, but well, uh, yeah, they're, they're gonna put lines and boards and stuff. No, I know that, but like that's still. I mean, no, I know how are they gonna yeah regulate it and like you know do the same yeah, on it, that's... but I mean. I, I gotta think that it's think, been done before. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure Lake Tahoe is pretty frozen in the wintertime. Uh, I can imagine. Is... <laughs> I mean, it's well, no, yeah, it's not worried about anyone going through or like, but the, but I get what Lou's saying. You know, it's a lot to put on a lake when you're on a lake. <laughs> I mean, I guess the good thing is they'll probably be planning for no fans. But... Yeah, there's no fans. So. You don't have to worry about that that kind of weight, but I, I don't know. It's just that's very interesting. Hopefully it'll be cooler. a hell of a hell of a spectacle visually, though. But yeah, like if we can get like a fucking sunset out there, it'd be incredible. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, not for the goalies. No, yeah, um, smoke. Ask smokes about that one playing in the north. Classic. Uh, what was the outdoor rink? You had to switch halfway through the period. Beacon Hill. Little Beacon Hill. Beacon yeah. Hill. Where is that place? Boston. That's where Suffolk is. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously. <laughs> is, that, is that near Bunker Hill? Uh, not really. Bunker Hill is like Charlestown. Uh, that town. It's actually, it's actually not where the battle took place. Uh, a little fun fact. Uh, are you sure? Yep. Battle of Bunker Hill was uh, um, actually it was where they were at first, and then they retreated back to another hill, and then, you know, the famous, like, 
don't fire till you see the whites of their eyes as on a, a hill uh, a little ways away. There's a lot of hills in Charlestown. I don't remember the name of the hill. Damn we, used to, we used to run through them and throw up. All right. <laughs> good way to end it on that. <laughs> As always, go check out our very good friends, Parlors. They're a great band out of New York City that let us uh, use their great songs, State Lines, our intro and outro music that we that you all listen to each and every week. You can follow us on our social media. We are at the Heineman Brothers Hockey Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hockey.